morning, 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 everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And we're going to start off in decency and order like every time. And we're going to come out of Isaiah 40 and 8. The grass weathers and the, the flowers fall, but the word of our God endureth forever. You can stand on the word of God and it will stand the test of time to be right every time. That means even the, what's in the word that says God's promises to you. So if you don't know God's promises, check it out and you'll get excited because you'll know it endures forever. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for waking us up this morning, God. God, be with us. Touch us. Touch everybody that's listening, waking up, getting onto the uh, onto the broadcast, anybody listening to it on the podcast. God, be with them, Lord. Touch them. Plant a seed of faith, a seed of hope, a seed that will be able to give them the strength that they need, God. God, we just thank you. We love you. We glorify you this morning. Let every service today be able to magnify your name and glorify you, God. Let us be able to understand your name. Let us be able to see what we need to do in your will, God. God, we love you. We honor you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jan. Like always, I got something to say. You can find me at Anointed Jalon on Instagram, Twitter. You can find me at Jay Calhoun. Again, it's J-A-Y Calhoun on Facebook. And another thing that you could be able to find is, another thing you could find is my single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. And what else can you find? You can find me. There you go. That's where you can find me. Amen. So, um, one thing I want you to know is that, um, man, I had something to say to y'all, but I forgot. Hey, it's early, y'all. It's early. I'm still waking up. So, one thing I oh, that's what I want to tell you. I want to tell you that God is able. Amen? Amen. God is able. So, make sure you follow my co-host, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, at Clay Marvinetta, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Um, go download her song, Jesus. Uh, oh, I said my song, Worship Forever. And she got her new track coming out, Fly Away. Then make sure you follow my co host, Chris Johnson, at Sing Chris J, where he has the song, Chasing After You. And that, there you go. Amen. Amen. And then we have in the building today, y'all. He's still working on his mic, so I'm going to go with Dave. What's up, y'all? So we got Dave in the building. And we have... You got your favorite pastor, favorite pastor, Pastor J3. How y'all feeling this morning? Mr. Jamie Pollard in the building. Yes, with, with the Jamaican dreads and <laughs> his Stella got his groove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. So, yeah, we are in the building, and with that being said, we have a whole lot of things that's coming up in the valley, and I'm trying to think. Dang, that was a long thought right there. <laughs> Definitely. That was a long thought. All right, so 
with that being said, I want to introduce everybody, introduce to some and reintroduce to others once I find it. Reverend Fred Jackson. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and that he is entering the building. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have a church announcement. And with our church announcement, it as follows, but we, like always, have some housekeeping rules. If you're going to take your shoes off in the sanctuary, <laughs> make sure that you have socks on. <coughs> and then make sure that you're not sweaty while taking your shoes off in the sanctuary. This is a community place where people are here together so you can get your praise on like David, but just make sure you govern yourself accordingly in decency and in order. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Amen. So today we have our announcements as follows. We have Just Faith Ministry presents Youth for Christ at Just Faith Just Faith Apostolic Ministries, 311 Madison Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. Start today at 3 o'clock from 3 to 5. And it's going to be hosted by the guy that's sitting to the left of me. Hallelujah. Let God use them in a mighty way. And then we have, after that, we got coming up the Christ the King Youth Revival, February 21st, this upcoming Friday at 7 p.m. Be host by Mr. Ronnie Thomas. We have Dante Riley, Deontay Wiley, that is uh, going to deliver the message. Chris Johnson that's going to sing, and Caden Johnson, Rain Royal, and Sean, and God's poet, Flacco. Hallelujah. They're going to be coming, and they're going to set the fire for the youth to be ignited. Hallelujah. Definitely. And then we have on March the 7th, there's something on the 6th, and I believe that's a free event, but all weekend, Maestro David Blakely is having a, a whole weekend extravaganza for his 60th birthday. Hallelujah. But we want you to go and get tickets for his celebration on the 7th at 6 p.m. And he'll have J.J. Harrison, Nikita Fox, and Jocelyn Copeland all performing. Tickets are $25. VIP is $45. Tickets are selling, so go buy your tickets because, you know, we is last-minute people. And if it's sold out, you can't get in. Amen. And that will be at New Jerusalem Worship Center, 1818 Luther King, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. Check Eventbrite for Maestro's 60th birthday. <coughs> and we have the Good President's Day weekend tomorrow. If you're off, relax yourself. 
And if you're not off, don't hate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that is your church announcements. We are sponsored by the Raiders, Smith Grocery Store, and we are sponsored by Gamer Clouds. GamerClouds.com, where you can get all your 24-hour gaming news, gameplay, and buy video games for your babies or yourself. Amen. Praise God. And that is your church announcements. Welcome, Deacon. Amen. He nodded at me and I did good. Hallelujah. <laughs> By myself. Hallelujah. Thank you. When I think about Jesus and what is done for me. Amen. And that was church announcements. He ended it off good this time. He was about to start into a shout and everything. That, see, that's your problem. You trying to vote him out? You tired of it? You tired of it? Oh, you tired of Fred? <laughs> that, that's some cold stuff. <laughs> you trying to vote out Cletus, and because Cletus... is a package deal, so we got to get Cletus, Cletus and the pastor at the same time. Pastor and Cletus is friends, so, that, so y'all just going to get the click out. Yep. Oh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, y'all. But... That's my stuff. <laughs> I was a deacon's run the church. Uh, <laughs> it's the Baptist church. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've seen that before, anyway. <laughs> uh, with 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 that being said, let's go ahead and go into the mix, and we're gonna go ahead with Kayla Richardson. She's she's charting on the uh, charts right now under Lion, uh, Greg Lyons Management. Great song. Check it out. See y'all in a minute. Every day when I wake up, I can see his mercies all around me. And in every circumstance, his plans for me is to succeed.
know so much about. This is what he's done. He's proven himself. He's been more than just my friend. He's proven himself. to be faithful, he's proven himself to be trustworthy, he can do anything but fail, he's been my joy, he's been my peace, and everything to me, everything, everything to me, I can't doubt him, I can't doubt him, he's my joy, he's my joy, peace, everything, everything to me, I can't doubt him, Come on out to join us and see peace, everything, no matter what's going on, he's proven himself over and over again, time and time again, I can't doubt it, Sopranos and Bessel testimony join us, peace, everything, I can't doubt it, I can't doubt it, and my peace, ah. everything to me. I can't doubt it. I can't doubt it. One, He's two, three. He's my
Odie, but goodie though right there. Don't take away my stumbling blocks. Leave it right there. Take mine away. <laughs> take my. You, you gotta understand the strength that she was talking about. Don't take away my stumbling blocks. I hear. But take mine. Get mine out of the way. Get out of there. Keep falling. Amen. So um, we have Mr. Dave Backer and. Pastor J3, Jamie Pollard in the building. What's up? What's up? What's going on, family? And with that being said, what's up, y'all? What's up? I'm chilling, man. Just getting ready for this you event today. You so cool. No, man, I'm actually not. My, my personality is huge. I'm right. Chilling. I know, but you're oh, just right here. I know. I'm just oh, not, I know. I'm just not, <laughs> yeah. a, I'm just not a morning person. <laughs> I know, but people, I used, to, I used to say that all the time. Like, why are people always talking about they not a morning person? Or not? But I'm a night owl, bro. Right. I'm up till five and I go to sleep and get right back up. Yup. Yeah. I'm neither. So I'm a morning person. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, ask a Pastor J icebreaker mm -hmm. question. Icebreaker question is this. If you were writing a book, what would the book be about? If I was writing a book, it would be based off on, on relationships. Okay. In general. In general? Yeah, okay. just relationships across the board. Probably uh, something to help people, kind of guide them through how to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I think I my book would probably be on how to produce an event the correct way and not the shady way. <laughs> I'll buy that book. <laughs> Boy. You're not going to want to start on that one. Ow! Oh. <laughs> I'm just not going to start. <laughs> nah, Amen. I oh, I bet you do. There's a whole lot that both of those books could come. And maybe this is a seed that could be planted for y'all to do that. I'm already uh, in the process of Bam! Okay, now let's go ahead and talk about what you're, what you're in the process. Well, of. it's 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 in the you know freshly developed stages. I just put the, some soil over it, and um, oh okay, I'm just you know just a little day by day, just dropping little nuggets in my in my own personal uh, tablet, where I'm just jotting my things down, and later on I'll share it with the world probably somewhere in the summer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's talk about the youth event that you guys are throwing tonight. Okay, we have Jamie Jamie hosting. Yeah. Um, I have Quanika Jackson's daughter coming to sing a little a little bit. I have Lindsay Duke. Roderick Peterson is doing my praise and worship. And then I have a friend of mine coming to praise dance. Then I'll probably have we have Team Gospel who performed at uh, God's Poets event last night okay. are going to come through and do some gospel rap. And we got a couple different youth praise dancers from from Just Faith that are going to come out and do what they do. Amen. So what is, what is your guys' expectation for people to leave with tomorrow? Well, it's not tomorrow, tonight. So I always have this thing with uh, with the youth, man, where I always just want to capture them. Um, if God blesses me with something, 
while I'm in the building, if someone come to me with something that's a, 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 new, a new revelation or just a, an encouraging word or whatever it is, I'm blessed to receive that. I just think it's important that we uh <clears throat> we we be intentional about like grabbing the attention of the youth and uh, pouring like like planting those seeds about who Jesus is, the Word mm -hmm. of God, stuff like that before because like the world is not stopping. Right. So and they're it, like right. it's constant. It's a constant consuming, like constant. So um. I think it's more important for us to go in. Well, for me, I go in with the focus of like trying to save a soul, literally through and reaching them through like where they are. Like I relate to kids really good because I got a gang of kids, so um, it's kind of easy for me to meet them where they are because mm -hmm. I'll be where they are all the time. Right. Yeah. So, same question. Um, I'd probably, if they're not saved, hope they do get saved either at my event or if they don't want to do it at my event go to if they need a pass find a church home we're open amen so one thing i would say is this um this has been i guess you could say the the test of time statement where the youth is the future of the church right and everybody in this room and everybody that's listening has been a youth and you saw what to do and what not to do. Uh-huh. So with that being said, youth are not a per... Uh, you know, I think one thing we have to remember is this. Some people forget how they were when they were younger. I, and, I don't. I and, remember <clears throat> how I was when I was younger. I was the one that was always cutting up in church, getting the looks from my mom, going... Do that one more time and see what happens. So you was lucky you had a mama in church. I went to church by myself. So and I was a teenager going to church by myself. So I had to learn church atmosphere. Right. I had to learn the difference between being outside of church and inside of church because sometimes those matched, you know, um, I was that one that would slip up and say a cuss word in church as a youth person because I was that that wasn't no difference. There was right. it was the, like I'm talking to a normal person, and I had to learn reverence about being in a sanctuary, reverence of of a person with a title. Because I talked to the pastor like I talked to anybody. I was like, hey, now look at here, <laughs> like this is how I feel. And I remember that is what I guess I used his method because because I was so out there because I was like, <coughs> most people would have gave up on me. My pastor was like, now I'm going to bring him in because I see something in him. He's 14 years old. Mm -hmm. He coming. His worth ethic is great. Great. His mouth is horrible. You know, he ain't doing, you know, you know, you might see see me doing some things outside that I shouldn't be doing. Uh -huh. But he was like, I need to bring him in. Yeah. I learned how to tie a tie in church. I learned how to dress and get suits right. and, and all these things in yeah. church because my pastor was like, I see something in him. He saw this before I could even see it. Right. Me being a pastor, he saw that. And I was like, no, nah, I don't see none of that. Like, I was just his armor bearer. It went from, and the only reason I was his armor bearer is because he would bribe me with food. He was like, at church, we're going to go to China Wall. I was like, for real? We're going to China Wall? We're going to the buffet? Man, I was man. <laughs> cook, cook meal. That's good though. That oh. means he, he was he able to see something in you, and he put you mm -hmm. in position to receive what he saw. Right, and I think yeah. that should be what youth events should be all over. Is to see mm -hmm. right. the, that person that's really 
need that help, that guidance, that that mentorship, and be able to say, you know what, I know you came for this event because your friend dragged you here. I know you came here because, you know, they was like, hey, we went to this little church event, especially high schoolers, because, you know, uh-huh. they'd be like, well, my friend came, so I came, right? right? We should be to the point where we're saying, you know what, I saw that person, and just not challenge them, but encourage them. Like, hey, you know what, I enjoy seeing you, little little brother. Come come back to church. Come back to church, and I got something for you. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say the same thing, because I talked to my pastor, not... I, I, I'm still working on the whole swearing part, but, like, a word will come out sometimes, and I'll catch myself, and I'm like, sorry, Pastor. I didn't mean to. I'm just, yeah. I think that with uh, what we have to get, how, how can I say, I'm going to just, yeah, just say it. You know what? Uh, we got to stop practicing ministry on the youth. Right. You know what I mean? And actually do ministry. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So and and just realize there's a soul at stake. There's a there's a life. It's important. And so uh, whether it's an event you're conducting, whether it's you know some considered a youth revival or whatever it may be, uh, they really need our nurturing. They mm-hmm. need they need a, uh, they need us to show them a different side of love, you know, mm-hmm. and not just what the world shows them. And it can't be practice. You know right. What I'm saying? Every day has to be your natural practice with everybody. Right. You know what I mean? But it ha- you have to be intentional about it because some I, I know personally I know people they don't take youth events serious when it comes to ministries. When you do things for the kids, it's just not taken as serious as right. Sunday morning preaching. Well, you know, somebody broke it clear to me years ago. I was the youth director. So I was a young person and I was over the youth, but I wasn't the youth pastor at the time. And I had a great argument about Youth Sunday and how the importance of it is with my pastor. And I told him, the young people want ownership of something. If you take that away, they disconnect from this church. Sure. If you if their youth day that they could be themselves, praise, dance, sing, you know, be able to feel a part of, mm-hmm. if you take that away, they're going to be disconnected and then you're going to start seeing the tr- trendle down to that they're not coming anymore mm-hmm. and when they become grown because a lot of times they yeah kids are forced there mama there auntie there but when they get on their own you want them to be vested into your church where they come back as adults like yeah this is my church yeah. i'm on the choir i do this right. I, i'm part of this ministry they feel part of not just like oh we just the second because i said it like this I felt when I was younger, we were second-class citizens inside of the church because when it came to youth choir, oh, no, y'all sit down. We, especially, especially in a lot of churches when the youth are trying. Yes, they're, if they're trying, let them try. If there's babies running, let them run because at least they're running in the sanctuary, being yeah. in the sanctuary yeah. because right. if they feel like it's a, what is it called, like a disciplinary area where every time they move, breathe, look wrong yeah that is making especially from little like little little kids uh-huh. i never as long as i was pastoring i never if i had baby babies let them run at least they in church yeah. right you know i learned that from my mentor pastor mt thompson he said i used to have babies sitting on the stairs i had them running around because you want them to feel comfortable in church yeah. and that's starting from early child development all the way up to them being a teenager where they feel like, you know, I could come to church and talk to somebody. I could come to, and it it makes it feel like a second home. Yeah. Right. And I think that is a dramatic, 
um, a dramatic thing that needs to be put in place, not even just in church events, but church services, where we start getting these more these kids more involved as overall. Yeah, they want to do it. Right. Yeah. You know, we just got to let them. So, ask a question. Go around the ta table. What was the very first thing as a youth that drew you to church? Uh, music. Okay. Simple. Okay. Uh, we had, when I was part of the Mormon church, we had this thing called a youth conference. It was like a, no, it was like a three-day thing where we went away for the weekend, but then came back home on Saturday and had church Sunday and just went back over what we did over that, like, three days. Gotcha. And it was cool because... It was, like, it was like a retreat, mostly. Basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Mine's going to be controversial. No, nah, so... I'm going to let you, let oh, you know. <laughs> the, the weird part is, like, uh, growing up, man, I didn't... Um, so this this is sound crazy. Like I knew, I knew when I was five there was something special. Like it, I didn't know it, it pertained to like preaching or anything mm -hmm. like that. I knew that it would be r dealing with people. Now, um, my first my first experience outside of like so I'm gonna say from the age six, uh, my first experience in church was a Catholic church, and so reading, uh, hearing the word of God, I really wanted to see. Um, things come to pass, like prophecies and stuff. Things I saw, saw people do, saw people, heard people say stuff. So I was really drew to people that said, you know, the Lord told me this and, and this, this and that's going to happen. So I was waiting to see this genie make pop something up. happen. Not right. so much pop up. I wasn't worried about seeing him. I was worried about seeing the, the transaction happen. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, And I'm still kind of that way sometimes. If um, people don't prophesy to me a lot, man, or I probably, whatever. Hold on a second. Anyway. Um, they'd be a puff line? No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they'd be doing. Um, but I have been prophesied to, and it came to pass. But what I'm saying was um, I just always wanted to see that thing, that like that revelation, something is that the, a, a fresh word, a revelation, something that you know God shared with you. No one else has seen it. Mm -hmm. It hasn't happened, and then it happens. That amazes me. Like, right. Look at God. He did something. Like something manifested that had already, it had, technically it already happened in heaven. God had already shared it with this person. And boom, it happened. So that's why I was fascinated by that type of stuff. Okay. Dang, I should have went before you. Because mine's <laughs> silly. Oh, Lord. <laughs> mine's was, I, I liked the girl when I was little that went to church. That's cool. And I was, and I was like, and then I was like that goofy little kid to be hee 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 all up in church. And when she, and when she came and talked to me, I'd be, uh, uh, I used to look back and be like, oh, stuck, <laughs> I was on stuck. <laughs> oh, and her, her, she was a singer. Her mama was a singer. And her sisters was a singer. Do I know this person? <clears throat> no. I don't think so. You might. And, I might. You know, I know a lot of people back home. Yes. <laughs> right. And we'll talk about that offline. And then... Um, it may not be who I think it is. Oh, no. <laughs> I know you're talking about that. No. Um, and um, that's what made me join the choir, too. I really... I thought It's funny. I thought that memory back. I was like, oh, if I sing and get a solo, I thought that. If I get to sing this solo... She gonna see me. She gonna see me and I'm flexing. 
I'm straight flexing. So did and she see you? No. <laughs> did you get the solo? Yes. <laughs> Did you try to flex or did you get embarrassed? I got embarrassed because that's what they really because happened. the solo was horrible. Because <laughs> you gotta think about it. I, this is in church. It just as a method. We all know that you, it's not like you're getting a teacher. You got a director. A right. director is a person that deals with already developed voices. A teacher is a different, whole different platform. So when somebody is directing a child and not teaching them, all you're telling them is really make noise and say the words. All that's really happening. It's Sing not out, muff, muff. Right. Sque squeeze, muff, you know. <laughs> Go, Mookie. Go right, ahead. Uh, right. <laughs> Gotta sing out, muff, muff. Let him yield. And then that's the most... What is that um, it's the most instigating uh -huh. word ever in church? Let him use you. People start getting that little fake courage. She said, it let him use it ain't you. Fake. That's that emotion. You start crying. <laughs> you can't get through the song. All right, all right now. All right. Okay. Go ahead. And you start doing a little high it's all right. scream. And you used to do that little high scream. They be like, yeah. That's what I'm talking no, about. I, I laid one song. That's kind of when it was like, oh, my goodness. He can be all right. But I just wasn't into leading song. I wanted to be a comedian, so it didn't matter to me. So, so why that didn't happen? What? Being a comedian. I pretty much am. Oh, he yeah. is. Yeah. Every, everything that I've wanted to do in life, I literally have yeah. achieved it or I am achieving it. Okay. Yeah. Because <coughs> you said word, like like what I wanted. No, no, no as a kid. Like, okay. You, if a teacher ever, like teachers ask all the time, career day and all that stuff, what do you want to be when you grow up? I had the same answer since I was six. I want to be a comedian. But I never, so the way that God did this thing is different. Um, I have a very like comical side of me, but I never put two and two together that I'd be able to hone in my co uh, comedic craft while either in the pulpit or doing, you know, so I just saw comedians was my, you know, public speaking. What I saw on TV, <coughs> Eddie Murphy and Red Fox and them, that's mm -hmm. what I wanted to be. And I just knew that it made people happy and it made me happy. So... The bad, the, the 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 hard comedian stuff too, mm -hmm. the, the Richard Pryor and all the good stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the Those stuff. originals. So yeah, right. some great stuff. So I knew there. it would be public speaking, but I thought it would just be I'd be a comedian. Okay, all right. Well, last question: um, What's some upcoming events that you have after this event? We have the youth conference in April, April seventeenth and eighteenth. I got Jamie hosting. Ronnie Thomas speaking Friday night, uh, April 17th. Deontay Riley speaking April 18th, 10 in the morning. Then in the afternoon, Jamie and Rain are going to be doing two outbreak sessions during the conference. And then we got a three-on-three -three basketball tournament in June. October, the youth explosion. And... Rocking it, man. When we gonna get football, y'all? Basketball people out here. I be seeing y'all just do basketball. When we gonna hey. get the football flag the football tournament the, in? Hey, put the it together. You the second person. The last time I played, <laughs> the last time I played football on Thanksgiving, I wound up cracking three ribs. Oh, you didn't know how to do it, yeah. right? You didn't do it wrong. You did something wrong. <laughs> that's I that, like, no, real. I invited a friend of mine that I thought was a friend, and he decided to crack three of my raves. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't your friend. Yeah. Exactly. But 
you still did something wrong because he was gonna crack no ribs on me. I'd have flexed on as soon as he hit me. I would have did that that flex that make people bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> he would have fell himself. But see, you have to learn those tactics because that's what football teaches you. But I'm I'm gonna take that on. We're gonna come up with a flag football. We should. Like I think that would bring so much youth out. It would. I mean, it probably would. You would. You but could I draw think the youth in so many. Because everybody ways. not a like a basketball player. Because I wasn't as a kid. I was like, <coughs> bring anything football. I'm cleaning up. Right. I'm out there. Let's yeah. get it. Well, it give us a reason, whether it's coaching or being on the field. It just give us a reason to go to Ross and get some cleats and act like right. Put all the tape on. Start, the hey, hey, don't look, don't be slim enough to wear your old jersey that you got hanging yeah, up. Like, man. let me go ahead I and look pull right up. in my jersey. My shoulders <laughs> brawling. Hey, really, you'll think like, man, he's he, he, he actually played. He he was playing. You can put me on your flyer and tell hey. him I'm a, a pro athlete. Come out, they'll come too. And you know Yo, the funny thing I is, the funny part about it, all you gotta do is say you play for one of them teams that accept everybody. I was on the Cleveland Browns. Oh, I was on the Buffalo Bills. Oh, <laughs> I was on Cincinnati. You just yeah, didn't send me. I was on the practice squad. Right. <laughs> Practice squad get you access. Yes. That, well, most people got to go through practice squad to mm-hmm. get on yeah. third Yo. string of yeah. the bench. Uh-huh. I play Madden all the time. I learned. <laughs> I was garbage when I first played my first my career. And yeah. I was on the practice squad. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Madden is what, because I never played Pop Warner or anything when I was a kid. I only started playing once I got to high school. Mm-hmm. And Madden taught me everything about football. Yeah. I played it, and I was like, and we did that at practice. That's what he meant. Oh, this is what kickoff is supposed to do. Yeah. That's the lane they talking about. I'm, I'm telling you, football is amazing. Yeah. Right. So I'm. I'm no, no, I play baseball. For real? Mm-hmm. Ain't that ain't being done either. I played baseball too. It was very short and brief. Hey, you know what? It's probably the being league. done. It's probably we just not don't being know about it. Yeah. Community. Right. We probably just don't know about it. It's okay to create one though. Yeah. Right. And just think about it. I used to play tennis as well. Oh, are you, really? Are, are you going to do it, or do I need to go ahead and put it together? I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, I'll do okay. it. Put dodge ball. We're going to hold them to it. All right, yeah, y'all, y'all right. going to hold me to it. I'll do it. Yep. I'm, I'm going to get some of my football coach friends, and we're going to just come together. Put yeah. dodgeball in there. Yeah. Dodgeball. I feel like that's that what. That used to be the game. What you mean? So, right. So, so dodgeball, I feel like. <laughs> Is going to be something that people will come, especially us church folks, and you just have a feeling for somebody that you ain't, you un, not have expressed, and you gonna just aim for them the whole time. People right. will be hitting you, you'd be like, nah, nah, that person. Uh-huh. That person. You'd be yep. like that bully that used to play dodgeball with, where you'd be like, bruh, I ain't the only one on the team. That's how it works. And they was like, no, you. You, exactly. You. I learned how to catch a ball real quick. <laughs> when I had that bully, they'd be like, I won't. You. you. Yeah. I don't care about nobody else. <laughs> and I was like, mm, okay, you want to keep playing with me? <laughs> time. Pop. It'd be fun, man. We do a community, right. community day. Yeah. We sports together. Right. Sport day. Football got to be kind of on its own, though. Yeah, because right. that's going to take a lot. Yeah. And if we could find a high school that, oh. That's easy to do, bro. Oh. Right. But I'm talking about a nice one. With All nice. our high school's nice. Right. No, nice football field. All of them are nice. All of them are so nice. So I'm going to tell you all something. I worked for a school district. There's about three high school football fields that's illegal for you to even be on it because it's not been properly maintained. So. This dude. Just throw that out there. <laughs> this dude. And that's the reason why they're not able to play on it right now, and you would know who it is. I don't 
care? It's public <laughs> right for people it's to know this. public knowledge. Look, look, what's what are you talking about? Yeah, no, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to put it out there. Yeah. Right. What's and you said it's public knowledge. Go ahead and name it. Yeah. Hey, go read it then. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, where can we ev- uh, where can we find you guys social media wise and everything? I'm on Instagram at uh, J Pastor J three. Um, I'm also on Instagram at brother uh, bro b r o underscore muscle. Um, and you can just find me on Facebook. At I forgot Jamie you Potter. was a, a personal trainer. A personal trainer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot that story that we talked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Jamie Pollard, um, but it's not spelled the same. It's J-hyphenated, A-M-M-I-E, Pollard, P-O-L-L-A-R-D. I'll let you, boy. Amen. Dave Backer, I'm on uh, Instagram at DRB, DRB, slot, or underscore, productions, underscore, 101. Uh, Facebook, Dave Backer, holler at me. I'm going to give you... The advice that um, Callie Muscle gave me on the show. You, uh-huh. You need to change your social media tags to be all the same. Oh, okay. So it's simple. Where people, you just say, hey, follow me at, bam. And then they, they know exactly okay. where that's at. Yep. So with that being said, I'm looking for Cletus. Why can't you find Cletus? I don't know where he's going to break. You know it's a Baptist church, so what kind of break is he taking? Smoke <laughs> <laughs> break. Deacon, is that why you want to get rid of him? Yeah. <laughs> Not a good example for the youth. Oh, my God. Oh, what? <laughs> Can you say that one more time? He's not a good example for the youth. He's taking a smoke break during altar call. <laughs> he heard you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you had to come back and get ready for the B selection. <laughs> he heard you. Thank you, Cletus, for shutting him up. He smelled like Axe body spray and Orbit. <laughs> and a whole pack of Newport. Right! Hey, the sad part about it, y- y'all think that's, that's, there's a lot of people that come back into the church smelling like black uh-huh. and mild wine and, yep. and, and, and Axe and, and perfume or cologne. Uh-huh. And, and hold, on, hold on, have you ever said that? And then got the nerve. And then got the nerve. To come to your face and preach and pray on you. And you'd be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, no, the funniest thing, have you ever seen them outside when they're smoking a cigarette? They'd be yeah. cussing each other out. That'd be hilarious. I literally yep. sat outside in my car one day and watched the deacons smoke a cigarette cussing each other out. It was hilarious. It's probably arguing over football. Most likely. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's most of the time most what it is. Amen. So we just thank you guys for coming on to the show. And um, one thing I want to let everybody know is... You can make sure you tune in on Anointed Radio Network or download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour access because we are a 24-hour gospel station here in Las Vegas where you can be able to listen to gospel 24-7 at the job, you know, in the car, just Bluetooth your phone to your, your car and you can be able to do that. And you can follow all of our shows on podcasts if you're a podcaster on Spotify, um, iHeartMusic, <coughs> TuneInRadio.com, everything but title. And they actually told me no. So I'm, I'm going to stop even giving them, like, name recognition. Let's talk about that today. So with that being said, I want to leave you with this. Despite 
how it looks. Don't worry about it. Just pray on it. And God will make a way. Amen. Amen. See you on Wednesday. You've been so short. Amen. See you on Wednesday. <laughs>